guys, welcome to another episode of For You From Eve. Today I'm here with Olivia, who is someone I met on Instagram. She's a fitness trainer and also has a really cute wellness page on Instagram. Olivia, do you want to introduce yourself? Absolutely. Hi, guys. My name is Olivia Pulling. I am a personal trainer out here in Los Angeles, California. I'm 21 years old and I'm from Columbus, Ohio originally. Um, I'm a personal trainer. I've been a personal trainer for about three years now. Um, I used to be a celebrity personal trainer at Dog Pound, and then now I'm an independent personal trainer as well. Um, I also do online classes and I do lots of like influencing stuff. I'm just in the health and wellness space out here in Los Angeles as well on Instagram. Yeah. How'd you get into the health and wellness space? How'd you know this was what you wanted to do? It's actually so funny because I grew up doing musical theater. So I am from a completely different background. Um, I was always super into arts and performing and like, you know, a lot more of the dramatic arts kind of background growing up. I did ballet and dance for like 15 years since I was three. And then, you know, I did, you know, voice lessons for 10 years. I acted for 10 years. Um, and I was on the track to go to college for musical theater. And randomly, when I was like 15 years old, my dad was like, my dad's always been super into lifting. My dad has his own personal training license as well, but he just does it for fun. He likes to work out. He's just a very analytical person. He loves to go to the gym, like know what to do, I guess. And which I always recommend to everybody, if you ever want to be good at the gym, like getting a personal training license is awesome. It's a great tool to have. So he would go to like different trainers and stuff. And when he moved gyms, he went to this trainer named Mike Davies in Columbus, Ohio. And Mike is a personal trainer and he's been a trainer for like 30 years um, for a lot of bodybuilders. So it's a huge bodybuilding gym. And in Columbus, there's a huge bodybuilding community. Mm-hmm. Um, so my brother and my dad would go to this like strength and conditioning class. And it was mainly for my brother to like get better at sports. And so my dad was like, oh, like Olivia, you should start coming trying to work out like, just to see if you like it, whatever. And um, I went and I hated it so much. Like I literally was like, this is the worst thing ever. Cause wow. I never played, I never played sports. I never did conditioning. Like I literally, I, I can't even run at this point in my life anymore, even because I just have never done it. So it was so foreign to me. I hated going, but it was more of a thing that my, my dad and my brother were kind of doing together. Um, and we're kind of like, yeah, you should, you should come do this with us. It's super fun. So ends up where I was, you know, going to that class, but I was still doing musical theater at the same time and dance and whatever. Sometimes I think about that. I'm like, how, as like a 16 year old girl, was I doing like all these things? I'm like, mm-hmm. and I was going to school. Like, how was I doing that? So I literally ended up um, going through the college audition process doing all of it. I remember I was in New York and I was at Unified, which is where you're in like literally a hotel essentially, or like in like a big room and you're just going around different things and auditioning. And I auditioned for like about 20 schools. And so I applied and auditioned for 20 schools. It was awful. It was terrible. I was like, this is wow. the worst. It's such, such like the worst, like three months of my life. I was like, I want to die. And I literally remember, I was like, I cannot do this. Like, these are not my people. This is not my thing. Like I love this so much, but I don't think I love this enough to like pay so much money to do this, to do all of that. And so I I essentially like quit. I essentially quit like after I auditioned for school and it was like March after. So like I was graduating in May, it was like March. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. It was way too late to apply or like to go Mm -hmm. into any schools. So I was like, okay, I just need to spend like a year doing things I've literally never done because I've spent all of my time doing all this other stuff. And I was still working out at the time, 
I still really liked it at this point I had like kind of gotten bit by the bug as we all do and like you know just started really working out on my own like really liked it and um I remember I was doing like really random stuff I was auditioning for Disney I auditioned for like Disney Cruise Line a bunch of times I yeah yeah, like I worked at a restaurant like I had another job I was like you know, I was doing some classes at our local like college and stuff. I was just doing like random shit. And then I got my personal training license and I was like, oh, this is probably just important to have. And then I had started my page in like 2017 because a lot of girls from my dance studio were kind of like, oh, like, how are you so healthy? Like, you know, whatever. And so I, and I wasn't really even focused on it at the time. I was just kind of like, oh, like this is just like a thing that I do to share information with with all my friends. And it was kind of like that. And I remember I even got like made fun of in high school because people were like, oh, Olivia has like that fitness page, blah, blah. People in high school find any little thing that they can. Yeah, like, I mean, honestly, I was like the weird theater girl anyway. I was like, I don't really (laughs) care. Like, I I keep getting, like, people always say shit about that. So I was like, it's totally fine. And um, I didn't really care. And and Instagram wasn't like that popular at that point in time either. So it wasn't like something everybody was doing at that point because I feel like everybody does it now. Um, So yeah, I just kind of like, sort of fell into it because I started training everybody at the restaurant that I was working at. So I started training everybody there and yeah. So then I just kind of grew from there and it just kind of like became something I really found love in. I was like, I loved like changing girls' lives and like one girl in particular, I'll like literally never forget it. Like she started like at a weight that she like wasn't comfortable in. She was, you know, she kind of had just got off, came out of college. She's like 24 you know, and she was just kind of feeling uncomfortable in her body. Like she would just come out of drinking and she's in a sorority, like very similar to yeah. a lot of the girls I know now and like train now and stuff. So, um, and a lot of girls that follow me on Instagram where they have a lot of the similar problems. And so it was really cool because it was almost like I was meeting these girls who were messaging me like in real life. And she, I remember lost like 15, 20 pounds when we first started working together just because she had like not really been working out. And it was just like really cool. Like, and she still works out to this day with one of my trainer friends in Ohio. So it's like super cool, like how it's just like completely changed her life and changed like the way she feels about herself and her self-confidence. It's just been amazing. So um, that's really what I do it for. So it's really awesome. Yeah, that's so funny that you had such a different background of like Mm -hmm. theater to like, I'm a fitness trainer and you're honestly super lucky that your dad like and your brother pushed you to work this lifestyle because I feel like for this lifestyle of like working out every day and health and wellness, it's very hard to get into that mindset, especially if you're like oh. on your own and like no one around you is doing it. Mm-hmm. So like, you're super lucky that you had them to like push you towards it. And yeah. honestly, I'm like, so just like, I've always wanted a personal trainer. I started working yeah. out like last January and I had tried mm-hmm. like with like trainers at my gym, but I just never mm-hmm. clicked, I guess you could say. Yeah. With a trainer, and that's right. like, such a bad feeling and I always got super nervous I sprained my back at the gym yeah like oh my a few God. months ago yeah a few months ago and I couldn't work out for like a month and I was like I'm going to the chiropractor now and everything but I'm like this sucks because if I had a trainer I would that probably wouldn't happen yeah. I would have known yeah you know what's so oh, crazy God. is like I worked out alone for like three years like I work I've been working out since like I was 15 so almost 10 years now so like I literally have been working out for like we're like 14 so like I have working out for like eight years pretty much and so I I haven't had a trainer until I came back to dog or came to dog pound I had like friends that would work out with me they were trainers and then this year especially I work out with my friend Garrison who's a trainer and he trains people for like the NBA he trains like like a lot of strength and conditioning so it's super cool but like 
literally I feel so unsafe like if I'm like oh I'm about to do a deadlift I'm like I'm scared I'm like I'm actually and it's funny because even like the most like experienced trainers like there's this guy his name is Brett Contreras and he's a PhD he's been doing this for like 30 years 25 years and he's an extremely smart guy and I watched his YouTube video yesterday and he was even like if I'm approaching like a 500 pound deadlift, I am scared. Like I am not feeling good about that. I'm feeling mm-hmm. like really scared. And so it, it's really common amongst everybody, but I always recommend if you are, even if you're new, even if you are a train, I'm a trainer and I still love working out with other people because yeah. I think it's helpful, safe, like efficient, whatever. Like, I think that it's super important to have people guiding you through that stuff. Great. It's just like in any form of work where it's like, if you're not good at something, you're not really strong in some sort of area, you need to have somebody that'll help you. So yeah, it's kind of the same thing. You know what totally. I mean? Totally. I'm like such an independent, like working out person. Yeah. Where I like to have my music blasting, but then my yes. sister would always work out with me and I loved working mm-hmm. out with her because she like gave me my space, but like I also was exactly. safe. I was like, I have someone here just in case I can't lift right. this up or whatever. Right. And it's but, fun when you're with yeah. someone to kind of jive with like that. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. And like now she started her sports because she's in high school. I'm 21. She's like 13, 14. So yeah, she just started high school. So I like don't have her anymore. And I'm always going alone. And ever since my back, I don't li- like, I've never lifted heavy weights, but ever since my back, mm-hmm. I just don't lift like anything past five or 10 pounds. Like I just get yeah. scared, but yeah, yeah. I think it's like so important because if you're just re- like repeatedly doing bad form, even if you're using low weight, you're going to oh, hurt yeah. yourself. Well, yeah. And also like, I will say like the biggest change that I've seen, which is so weird because I, so I went through I went through an eating disorder, like when I was in my phase of like, you know, going through mm-hmm. in between of like high school and like what I do now, yeah. um, because I was honestly like feeling so lost. And like, I think that like, and as we all know, like mental health really comes out of a place of um, like what you're, what's in your environment, how you're yeah. actually feeling. It's a reflection of like what you're feeling, not really a sense of like something wrong with you, I guess, if it makes totally. any sense. It's, it, it really fluctuates throughout your life in the periods of time in your life that you go through. Um, and I, so I've been literally like, I remember I I'm 40 pounds heavier than I was when I was, when I was, or now I'm probably like 30 pounds heavier, but like literally at what point I was like 40 pounds heavier when I was working at dog pound, which is crazy. And, um, I've also been where like throughout quarantine, I wasn't lifting heavy weights yeah. and I wasn't like, I was just like the biggest I've ever been. And I didn't even realize it until I went back and looked the other day. And I was like, Holy crap. Like I was not I don't look anything like I do now and the only difference is I've been lifting heavy weights like I've actually been focusing really hard on trying to get super strong and I will say it helps so much with injuries so like yeah like having a trainer help you is like literally the best thing ever helps you prevent injuries helps you prevent everything Mm -hmm. and like online classes have been so helpful for me because I'm able to like connect like with other girls and able to help them through online classes and it was so funny I just had a call a call before this where I was like we're talking about you know I'm developing something on an online platform essentially where it would be like girls like yourself where you're going to be able to like log on to a live class and be able to like you know do like work out with I love that yeah yeah because like I want to be able to like help like I said like help the girls who are like feeling uncomfortable in their bodies and like want to feel confident and want to feel strong and want to feel seen and want to feel like you know beautiful and I think that the more like I also feel the most beautiful when I'm like in like strong and feminine when I'm lifting yeah. as much as I can. Yeah, exactly. Like if I'm like lift, if I'm deadlifting or I'm like hip thrusting, like 
I hit press like close to 300 pounds. I'm like, I, I like stare at myself in the mirror. I'm like, I know. You're doing so good. I know. I'm like, I'm the baddest bitch here. Yeah. I'm like, All right. <laughs> exactly. Literally. Exactly. I think also when people start working out, at least this was for me. I don't know. Maybe if you went through the same thing when you said you were like mm-hmm. having trouble eating. When I first yeah. was working out, like for the first month or two, I noticed that I wasn't seeing any physical change. And then that's what made me direct it towards my food and like made me have a little bit of an unhealthy relationship with food because I was like, Absolutely. I'm working out. So I know it's what I'm eating. And then mm-hmm. I became so obsessive with what I was putting in my body. And it's like so scary to be like so afraid it of is. our it bodies and like how it reacts yeah. to things. So I totally relate to that. I think especially when you start working out and you don't see physical progress, you're like, okay, I have to like eat less. I have to, you know, whatever. Do you follow a specific diet or do you just eat? For me now, I'm extremely intuitive, like with how mm-hmm. I eat. I, I, I think of it diets like this, like diets are, so like diets are a short span of time. Diets are something that is a, there's a goal. There's a specific set of goals and there's a reason why you're doing it. And I think that when you're dieting, you need to have a reason behind it. It needs to have a start and an end date. It needs to have a purpose. It cannot just be like, you know, I'm dieting for life. You know what I mean? Because like, that's just not going to serve you well. You're going to burn out. Yeah. And if you're restricting a certain sort of food, like a, like a huge myth and stuff. And now still a day, still, still is like low carb stuff. And I mean, like, I will say there are like certain people that may work for and whatever and if you're trying like a ketosis diet or a keto diet so it's like things like that like do require like lower carb stuff but like personally I don't ever give out diets like I have my nutrition certification I don't ever give out diets that are restrictive because of the fact that I think that they're dangerous it's like just for the reasons that you're saying and for the reason that like I when I went through my eating disorder like I had like orthorexia and anorexia so like I literally was like restricting my food intake so much it was insane and like it's such a fine line that you walk when you decide to start like changing your food regimen it's such a fine line and so like I think it's okay when you have like you know a healthy relationship with food is something that you like have to grow and nourish and and, you know like it's it's like a relationship so you have to make sure sure. tending tending to the relationship and I think it's fine when you're a competitor and you're competing for a bodybuilding competition, but even then you still have to pay really close attention to your athlete from your coach. You have to have a really good coach helping you because that's a super scary thing too. And then also like, if you're, I only ever gave, give out diets that are super serious. If like someone's prepping for a role or a movie or like something we're on, they're on television. And like, you know, there's a specific way to do that. And like, they only usually have like the guy that I helped only had like four to six weeks to like prep. So like, you know, I give him this like really gross diet that I'm like, nobody will want to eat this. He doesn't want to eat this. I don't want to make him eat it, but he has to. It's just kind of like that. But, you know, or if you're like going through a huge weight loss, like you should go to an an actual dietitian and have them help you and like test your like red foods, green foods and like yellow foods. Like you should actually like do research on your body and on yourself in order to be like, how am I going to do this the best way for me, the most efficient and like you know, not waste my time. But yeah. I think that diets are so hard because like, th- like if I tell like a 15 year old girl, like I, like no 15 year old girl should be dieting. You know what I mean? Like it's like, I, I think it's super strange. Like I think that for, for me now- At that I'm age, dieting, your body's like still developing too. Yeah, you're still developing. You have barely gone through puberty. Like why would yeah. you, <laughs> you, mean, I'm like, why would you, why would you do that? And so I yeah. think that 
you know, like I don't look anything like I, how I did when I was 15, thank God. But like, you know, it's, it's just like, I think people get that confused, especially in today's day and age with social media. I think that people have this perception of like what you should look like and how you should be eating, what you sure. should be doing. But I think that for me now, I re- I know like what a protein is. I know how, what a carb is and I know what a fat is. And I know how I look when I eat an abundance of junk food or how I look when I'm drinking a lot or how I look when I'm not doing those things or whatever. And so I'm also like, how am I going to eat best and, you know, still live my life where I still feel good, look good. And like, you know, I'm confident to like do what I do and like, can also like work out hard and do all that stuff. So I think that it's more about like intuitively eating. Yes. But also like intuitively living my life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's really what I try and do now. Yeah. I've tried like plant-based diet with like food combining plant-based. I went through my whole Andy Burke stage. Oh yeah. Me me and Lonnie were talking about this. It's it's really, you know what? Like, I think that anything that restricts food Mm -hmm. of any kind and it's so interesting. I love following different people on Instagram. And like, I follow this one girl on Instagram where she talks a lot about, um, not being plant-based. And I personally like have tried a few things to be plant-based. I cannot do it. It does not work well for me. Mm. Like based off my past relationships with food, I cannot do anything with restriction because I, I start to like spiral. And I think every single girl can relate to that. Like where you start to do a diet for a period of time. And then you're like, Oh, I can feel myself. Like you go out to dinner with friends and then you like order something yeah. that's not on the, the diet that you're on. And you're like, Oh my God, I have to make up for this. Yeah. And then you, it's just like a dangerous. Of course. Yeah. It's really it's so scary. bad. My problem was always like, like I have really bad acne. I don't even know if you can see it, but I'm very sensitive mm-hmm. to dairy. So like my skin suffers when I have milk, cheese, whatever. So mm-hmm. the only thing I try to follow is like cutting that out a little bit and like yeah. just like being mindful. I think it's like different when you're more mindful of like, okay, how am I gonna feel when I eat this versus how am I gonna look totally. when I eat this? And I think Absolutely. when you switch that, you're like, yeah. okay, I want to eat better, you know? Right. And I think that when you think about like your food is medicine, your food can change your mood, it can change your relationships, it can change your outlook on your life. Like it can change so many things. There's a story of this guy who's a inspirational speaker. I don't remember his name, but he, he has a daughter who has this um, disease essentially. She, where she has like, um, uh, she has like that, like a rheumatoid, rheumatoid arthritis, arthritis, excuse me. And she, when she was, and she had it when she was born very young and they figured out that she can eat like beef and like salt and water. And like, if she always has that in her diet, like if she has that every single day in her diet um, for like mainly all three meals, she will literally have no symptoms, like no symptoms of her, um, wow. her rheumatoid arthritis. Like she's completely basically cured herself with food. And there's like so many things that people have done that with. I've seen sure. people who have like this one girl that I followed forever. She did that with cervical dysplasia. Like she's done that with so, there were so many examples of it. And like, like you're saying, like with your skin, like I've also struggled with like acne and stuff like that kind of throughout my life. Um, especially more with my, since I was older yeah. and I'm, I'm also going to connect you with my skin girl. She's the best. <laughs> She's the best. And yeah. she great, this is my plug for her. She has great products. Sarah skin by Sarah Ford. Love her. <laughs> she's, she's, she changed my life. Anyway, write that so, down guys. Write that down because also her products literally, she is so big, like in this too, like where she made me get a food test where you're like telling like red foods, yellow foods, green foods. If you haven't done that, 
please do yourself a favor. And I do. Need it. To. I need it's to see so... like what vitamins I'm lacking because I don't eat red meat, and I just know my yeah. levels are probably like down here. Exactly, and I started taking like this um thing that she gave me. That's a like a like a immune like an immunity thing that like I literally just put one drop under my girl. I I'm gonna look her week. up. It's been a week, and I was like, I texted her yesterday. I was like, Sarah. She's like, I know, and literally she's just so good at changing pro- products and changing all that stuff but it really does start from your gut because she has PCOS and so she had really really bad acne mm-hmm. and um, I know a lot of tons of girls have PCOS so yeah. um it's it's super super helpful um but yeah like if you have anything wrong with like with PCOS or like if you have anything wrong with your gut or if you have anything wrong like you know any imbalance like food is always going to be the first thing that okay. I will try always and mm-hmm. so I think that when you're on a diet it's like so restrictive in your head where you're like oh well I can't have this because I'm trying to have this at this time and this meat and this thing and this that yeah. because I need to look shredded it's like for what like it's like for, for why like it's yeah. like there's no point and so I would rather take care of the body that I'm in you know so that I can live a long mm-hmm. healthy life and have children and like you know do my thing I agree just, and I love how yeah. people talk about it now like people because like when I, I started breaking out when I was like 14 and the first thing that dermatologist always told you, birth control, Accutane, the medicine after medicine, oh. I was on birth control for a little, I was on spironolactone for a little bit. I never went to Accutane, but now as I'm like doing this podcast, like I've actually been learning that I can heal myself through the way I eat. Like I got off mm-hmm. all my hormonal medication and I'm just like trying to heal it through the way that I eat. I do absolutely quite a lot of research on it to like, try to see what my body needs, but yes. it's crazy that you can heal anything through the way you eat. Cause like, that's how anything. they used to do it. Like, absolutely. Absolutely. That's like all yeah. like, medicine from like, from when from ages ago and like it's just so crazy I'm gonna send you this girl too that I follow she's great and yeah. um but she t- talks a lot about that and it's super interesting um like you're saying like, the narrative is changing a lot and you know a lot of my friends out here that do health and wellness that are more in the wellness space yeah they like get off birth control like they get off birth control or they do the copper IUD they do something else where and they like figure out their timing they figure out like their like period schedule they figure out their ovulation schedule whatever mm-hmm. Because they're like, I don't want any hormones in my body. Birth I don't want control anything. sucks. It literally is the sucks. worst. I hate yeah. it. Yeah. I I have an IUD like right now because I this is probably like so TMI for this. Part. You oh. know what? Whatever. You know what? It's the safe place. I, yeah, I have an IUD because I'm just like, I don't want any hormones in my body. And even even clients that I have that are older that are like getting pregnant or whatever, or have been pregnant, yada yada yada, are like birth control is the worst and like even like I have a client who's like 38 years old and she's like Olivia I have not been on birth control for like 15 years I hate it she's like it sucks so I've been on birth control I have not like like I live my life I've never gotten accidentally pregnant never happened I'm perfectly healthy like never and like she's she's like no it's the worst thing ever because it can really fuck you up it really can it's just like I oh yeah and people so go on it for a quick fix like if people have acne right. they're like I'm gonna go on birth control so I don't have to change yes. the way I eat or my sleeping yeah. schedule like that it's exactly. people's quick fix it's a quick fix exactly it's a quick fix for everything and I think that it's super reflective um it's like a band-aid over a bullet hole kind of thing sure. and that's kind of why I feel like even just like with everything I'm like I always try food first so that's really why I don't do diets is because I'm like food is so much more complicated. And what I 
always learn when I do any new certification, I'm doing a strength and conditioning coaching one as we speak. And like, mm-hmm. what I'm learning a lot of is like, your body is literally so intelligent. Like you cannot fool it. You can't like, you know, like you can't trick your body. It, it cannot happen. Your body is going to be way smarter than you. It's going to show you things and like present things to you, you know, and give you symptoms before something's actually wrong. You know what I mean? So it's like, when you treat your body with a sense of respect and kindness and don't restrict it and don't hurt it intentionally and don't mess up your hormone levels on purpose, essentially, because you're restricting food so much, like your body will regulate itself, balance itself out and whatever. And one one of these girls that I follow who's a body positive like enthusiast, she always says like, if your body is like looking the way it is when you're eating enough, that is the body you are supposed to be in. Like it is not, yeah. Like I, I remember even when I was younger, letting like media get to me and being like, I have to look like a Victoria's Secret model. I have to look like this, you know what I mean? And like being bone thin and like, (laughs) so no guys ever talked to me. Like no one ever was like, she's scary looking. Cause I was, is the thing. I was so scary looking and I looked like I was sick. And so I think the thing is like, people don't understand is like, it's like, I feel way more confident now. And the more like, like, I guess shape I have to my body, the more feminine I feel, the more connected I feel with my femininity, the more I feel aligned with myself, the more I feel like I'm really truly who I'm supposed to be. And I think that once you let go of like that idea of what you're supposed to look like and what the society puts pressure on women to look Mm -hmm. like, it's literally so freeing because it doesn't matter what anyone says. I'm like, because yeah. you don't live, you don't live in my body. So it's yeah. fine. It's say whatever you want to say, but like, I don't, it doesn't affect me because I've done so much work mm-hmm. internal work in that way that like no diet, no fad culture, no ad could ever make me feel like shit. You know me? Because I'm like, I've done so much work and gone through so much. And my body has I've put my body through so much. And I know so many other girls and so, so many people have like, different experiences and backgrounds feel so like so similarly where they're like I've done so much and I've you know been so misrepresented or so this that like no diet could ever like make me feel like shit you know what I mean because sure. I've done so much work yeah, yeah. Exactly. and like our bodies were meant to like protect us and like I feel like I, I feel like a lot of girls have the image where they're like I need to look like super skinny and thin and I want my bones mm-hmm. out and everything but I yeah. see girls. I don't know if you know Emma and Maggie McDonald. I'm sure you know them, or maybe. Oh not. yes, yes, yes. Love them. them. And like TikTok, after yeah. watching them, I'm like so inspired to be like, I want to be strong and healthy. Like they talk about it all the time, and like, um, like Emma will always say, I always wanted to be skinny, and when I started working out, I realized I want to be like a strong, feminine. Like I want to be able to hold my own. I don't want to have to worry about Absolutely. ever letting my body down. I know my body will fight off anything it comes towards, and like. That's what it's all about, like, especially with COVID, COVID happening. I feel like I was so grateful for the fact that I take care of myself. And I was like, okay, like I know my body will like protect anything that comes towards me. Like I will protect myself. Right. Like that's such a yeah. good feeling. Yeah, absolutely. I think that it really, like you said, it gives you a confidence. And I think that for me too, like I just went to a, a Gymshark event and a Whitney Simmons event. And like my friend even said to me, she's like, Olivia, I love what we're at this event. And every girl there was like strong. I don't feel like when we took pictures with these girls, I never felt like I was bigger. I never felt like, oh, I look so bad next to them. I don't feel like that. I was like, and and it's so nice because sometimes I feel like we're 
we're like back where we we're, we haven't made any progress but then sometimes like things remind you like this conversation yeah. will remind so many girls we've made so much progress in this field sometimes we're like you know it's okay and not even okay like it, it's celebrated that's what i said in a youtube video once i was like you always are like oh you have to accept the body you're in it's, it's such a dumb thing to say i think because it's like that sounds like oh i accept that i have blonde hair i accept the height that i am i can't change it it's mm -hmm. like so but being like I accept the body that I'm in it's like no like you celebrate the body you're in, you love the body yeah. you're in, you like you get to learn about it it's like not and it's also not who you are like it's not it doesn't exactly like when, have you have you met a beautiful person that's just like the worst person ever yeah. you're like she's so pretty or he's so beautiful but he's mm -hmm. just like the worst and you're like and it makes them less beautiful to you For sure but you know I think I equate it to like when you fall in love with somebody like they become more beautiful as you like fall in love with them you know they become mm -hmm. more and more beautiful to you yeah and like that's with friends and you know other people as well and you know any significant other i think that it's the same thing for when people meet you like when you open your mouth to speak you know you, you're not your body anymore people yeah. kind of just like forget that you know they don't notice all the things you notice and so like you know if you're i don't even think people notice sizes you know what I mean? and sizes are like so subjective yeah that it's like you know i don't really understand why we don't carry so many sizes in like all the stores and whatever because it's like it doesn't make any sense to me because nobody nobody looks at someone and goes I see you as a size xyz sure, yeah. I mean, it's like and if they do person. they have like their own thing yeah they have on. their own thing yeah. that they need to figure out they have their own yeah problems. so it's like I also just think it's super strange to me when you know that happens so it's like I think that you know as we change the narrative and it's about people who, like yourself and like you know, hosting podcasts and like talking about on, on mm -hmm. social media platforms so that young girls can understand that like, you know, what a, a girl who grew up in the, in the 90s, or early 2000s is looking at these girls who are so stick yeah. skinny and they're like, oh, well, this is what I have to look like. But now it's our responsibility to go onto platforms and broadcast this stuff and say, hey, you know, no, it's you not only accept the body that you have, but like embrace it. Like if you are from a different background or you have like just different heritage or you have like a different experience or you know you've gone through a lot of things like and you want to be strong and healthy and like yeah. respect the body you're in because that that creates that sense of confidence that's how we create sure. strong confident women you mean not bashing them down from the, yeah. from the beginning yeah, yeah. Exactly. do you follow wholesome hand i don't actually oh my god you would love her she also talks about like iud's too i was thinking of her when you were talking yeah she's really amazing at portraying a realistic side of the perfect influencer life she lives in hawaii with her boyfriend she has like oh my god beautiful oh body god. beautiful skin like uh, always eating good but she's always like there's days i wake up at 11 a.m and don't do anything and i feel like we're normalizing that so much which i love like i always see on tiktok girls that I are know. like normalize having a bad day and i think it's so important that we do that because Instagram was never a thing. Like when you said you started it, like no one was really doing that. And then no, it became unrealistic. And now it's kind of going back to like normalizing it, being more realistic. I don't know if it's just because like, I see the space more now that I'm in the space, but I just mm -hmm. notice other people too being like, yeah, like it's so cool to just see like more realistic things and not just celebrities living the perfect life on Instagram. I know exactly. Or people who kind of create this celebrity style of life where you're watching people constantly you know living a life that you want I guess and it's like it can be it can be super cool and it's and like we're like wow that's possible or that's possible through this channel or that's possible through all of this stuff like going to that Wendy Simmons event was such a surreal 
experience for me and also so like gave me such imposter syndrome I was I literally turned my friend Nikki I was like Nikki what are we doing here I was like no one's gonna know who we are I was like this is so weird and but it's also really cool as a reminder where it's like wow you can really achieve all these things that you want but what I love is like I was just talking to somebody this morning and I was saying you know like we're talking about like just Instagram influencer stuff and I was like Yeah. yeah like this person is super cool but you can't see who they are and like on Instagram, I think it's cool now, like you're saying, we're normalizing, like, I love doing like photo dumps because it's yeah, like, me too. These things, yeah, I'm like, these things are like little stupid things that happen in my day-to-day life, but you can kind of see more of people. You can see who they hang out with their friends. You can see their experiences. And that's really what Instagram and social media is, is to share experiences and to share your life. Yeah. It's never been to compete and put each other in competition of whose life is better because that's such a subjective situation too that's so yeah. subjective because like again if you've ever met a famous person or a rich person they are not the most happy people yeah never I, I've never met a happy rich person never. <laughs> I've, I've never met a happy yeah person. yeah and so it's like I think that you know everybody has their struggles and everybody has their stuff and I love like you're saying those TikToks where you can find people where it's like I've a like a healthy girl or whatever I'm, but it's not aesthetic like it's mm-hmm. like so cute and I yeah. I love that so much because I'm like I honestly if anyone follows me on TikTok I don't care I literally just post like the most stupid shit on oh. TikTok because I'm like if I try nobody likes it but if I'm like if I'm just like literally I do these things where I like put the phone down and I like just like tell you what I'm wearing and I'm usually like this is a shirt from a boy that I like and these are like I'm gonna follow you I'm like obsessed with TikTok so recently funny. I'll follow uh, it's you. It's so funny because I'm just like, I just don't even give a fuck anymore yeah. because- And those honestly do like the best. Like those are my favorite. Yeah, they're my favorite too. Cause I'm like, I like watching that content. Like, you know, say what you will about Victoria Paris. But what I love about her is like, she's literally so funny to watch. And she's just so interesting to me because I'm like, you know what? Like she's just living her life. She's just doing her thing. She doesn't care. She's yeah. just doing whatever. And like, I think it's cool like to see other influencers doing that too. Like, you know, Emma Chamberlain's a great example. She's oh, always been love. so good. And Girl, it's been so, yeah. she's amazing to watch. And I love her podcast. And she's just, she's a great girl too in real life. Like I've met her, I've had the pleasure of meeting her a couple of times. And wow. she's just, she's so sweet. Like, did you I, meet her at Dog Pound? So, actually, super funny. Her friend Olivia and I are friends um, through like acting class and just oh, stuff wow. like that out here. She, and they're, they're literally, I have nothing bad to say. They are literally the nicest people. I've ever met like so yeah. sweet and Emma's just like exactly who she is and she's yeah. not and I that's love why, her podcast I love her podcast and like I just think she's an amazing influencer and she's exactly who we should be watching you okay. know what I mean and so I think I think she's an incredible person and I it's been a privilege to watch her from smoke for so long because I can see like her growth and I, I know a lot of people do and that's why a lot of people mm-hmm. love her and um I think that you know it's just super cool. Like it's a super cool experience and stuff like that to watch other yeah. people grow like that. But I think that when you create this like fake imagery, I, like, you know, I, I don't know. I think it can kind of create this like facade and like these people can For almost sure. be, can can talk about you, not talk with you, I think, or yeah. talk against you, not with you or before you. You know what I mean? Like there's going to be a lot of people that are going to come after you versus like be supportive of you if they don't see who you really are. You know what I yeah. mean? I agree and I think like a really big thing that I've learned is who you are on the internet is who you're gonna attract to you so if you're like super fake and like showing this unrealistic lifestyle you're not going to get loyal followers who care about you or what you're doing you're just people that are chasing you or whatever like I love the community like 
we have because it's like girls are like genuinely DMing me like, hey, I need advice on this or whatever. And I like totally it's like a safe place. And yeah, I don't know. I like even like your Insta stories, I follow a lot of other influencers that just take you through their day. And it's like so organic. And it's like going mm-hmm. on a walk, then recording a podcast. Like those are my favorite because if I'm sitting in bed and I see that, I'm like, I should probably get out of bed and like do something. I don't think that right. would be like Kylie Jenner on like a exactly jet. like they're you know? a perfect example because it's like I have never met them. I don't know them mm-hmm. at all, but I, I, I love them. I think they're such great, you know, good for you. Yeah. For building a big, big industries. Yeah, for, for sure. You. I, I still love her. Just not I realistic. Still, I still, not realistic for my life. I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't look at you and go, I'm going to walk outside to my Lamborghini too. Like, yeah, I, I'm not going to yeah. do that. But it's like, it's so helpful. To, like you said, like, I love influencers like that where they feel like real people to you and they feel like you're your friend. Um, you know, there are so many good girls like in the wellness space that do that. And, you know, I think Tinks is a perfect example. I talk about her a lot. I love her influencing. I think she's amazing. I think she's honed um, social media really, really well. And, um, but yeah, she becomes relatable. She becomes really easy. It's almost like they become like a character to you and yeah. someone that they, that you feel like is your friend. And I think that that is the best way to use social media to help other people. Cause that's really what it can be used for is like, there's so much stuff in the world that we can focus on and, you know, do better. And I think that the, in today's day and age and now, you know, social media and influencers is the way to do it. And I think if you really want to get your point across, if you really want to focus on a cause like saving the planet or like, you know, helping people in, in need or mental health crisis or anything like that, you know, influencers are going to be the people people are going to turn to now. Mm-hmm. And so I think that when you have a relatable influencer or somebody who really genuinely cares about stuff or really cares about their followers, who cares about other little girls or little boys or whatever all over the all over the world and all over the country wherever they however big the following they have and they speak on something that's important to them those people will care you know and they'll listen and I think that that's really really a powerful thing if you can learn to do that I think it's really amazing yeah and like backtracking a little I know you talked about yeah no little but like I wanted to bring it up again how you were saying you went to this event and you were taking pictures with girls and you were like I didn't feel like ugly next to them or big next to them. Like I felt good. And I feel like that's something I struggle with a lot too, because at the age of like, at the age of 14, 15, if you have acne, it's like, so does everyone else you're going through puberty. Mm -hmm. But at age 21, Mm -hmm. when you have acne and no one else around you does, you're like, okay, why, why am I still stuck here? Like my friends don't have acne and they're not healthy. So why do I have to be healthy and have acne? I know. I'm like that friend that when you take pictures with me, I'm like, no, 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 cry me out, delete it. Like, I don't want to be in that one. Like whatever. And I feel like it's so hard to transition out of that mindset. What's kind of your advice for someone who feels that way and kind of like get out of it? Absolutely. I think for me, I've also been that girl too. Like Mm -hmm. I've, and this is the thing too. I'm a fitness person. I post every single day on social media and having acne at 21 and forward is such a different experience like and by the way you don't look like you like you look oh, so healthy looking like I was looking at was like she looks so healthy and like clean oh my god thank <laughs> you I literally I literally don't have I I'm so bad at like my one of my goals for the end of 2021 and 2022 is like to get a sense of style because I literally like I don't have anything I think you look so, so cute you have like such a health aesthetic oh my, oh my god thank you but yeah literally I I have to post I'm gonna post it this week because I literally got a memory yesterday of like what my acne looked like last year and again I think it's a huge reflection I was going through a really really stressful 
period of like where we can all relate boy problems and COVID and all these yeah. things were just and job work stuff. I was literally going through so much and internally and like my stress. And I'm a person where I'm like, it's fine. I'm fine. It's okay. Mm-hmm. And like my acne was just like, nope, this is a reflection of how yeah. you're actually feeling. And so I think with that, I've met so many girls that feel the same way that you do. And it truly like breaks my heart because I'm also in the same boat where I'm like, I hate the way I look in this photo. or I hate the way I look at this. Mm -hmm. And I think at the end of the day, it's like, you're always going to be your biggest critic. Right. And just remember that literally everything you see on the internet is fake. Everything. I mean, like your favorite person you possibly love has a huge pimple there, has a huge stressful thing going on in their life, has a boy problem, has everything, even if you can't see it, they're taking a photo and that does not reflect what's actually going on. And I think that I remember in high school, like when I had braces, I was so insecure about my braces. There's always going to be something that you're like, I am so insecure right now about this XYZ thing. But I think that it's just like, like we were saying, kind of in the whole podcast, like wrapping it up where it's like, you have to learn to be able to like, kind of let some of that stuff go out of your head where it's like, no one's no one's gonna pay attention to that except for you and like you are exactly how you're supposed to be you're exactly who you're supposed to be and like if somebody has a problem with that you don't want to be around them anyway so I think exactly and it's so hard when you're young and you're like 15 or 16 to hear that and be like you're right it's like so hard because I know that Mm -hmm. people don't think that but it's like I don't know I think self-confidence is a total journey especially for young girls it is such a big thing through high school and college it is so hard to get over but it's like bestie it's fine nobody's nobody's listening that nobody's looking at you like that and like if they are me or somebody else will come fight them for you because I (laughs) literally I can't stand shit like that it makes me so so mad like if I think bullying and all that stuff is literally so beneath where we're at at this point Mm -hmm. in, in in the world like why do you what's wrong with you gross go away yeah so it's like I think that it's really about like you know accept not even accepting like but like learning that self-love and all this stuff is a huge lifelong journey and like Mm -hmm. if you start it early if you start it when you're in high school can you imagine how you're gonna feel about Mm -hmm. yourself by your your 25 or 30 god you'll be able to do anything talk to anyone do anything at all and if somebody's like not about you, not for you, they're like, yeah, whatever. They're like, it's fine because I'm about myself. So it's yeah. okay. And like, you know, I think that like stuff like acne and whatever, those are just things that almost try to derail you from like that self-love journey where you're like, this is trying to trying to hurt me, trying to do these things. Yeah. I think of them as like things or like almost like living, breathing things where it's like your acne is like something that's trying to like create an obstacle for you mm-hmm. but it's just learning you have to kind of go around it almost and be like nope like it's not gonna make me feel like shit and like I even remember like I started to feel that way about myself when I would like take photos or I would like wake up in the morning I'd be like why 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 do I look like why is wrong with me yeah. and I think that I eventually just kind of had to be like this is something I'm dealing with this is something that is hard for me but it's not it doesn't make up who I am you know what I mean like you know, it's, it's okay. The right person, the right people will like me no matter what. It's not a big deal. It's not going to affect if somebody likes me, if a follower likes me or not, or somebody likes me because it's just, it will not affect that. And I think it's really hard when you're 14 or 15 and like standing to take pictures. I just have so many vivid memories of that. You're taking pictures with your friends and you're like, oh my God, 
mm-hmm. but the worst. It, it has no effect. It really yeah. doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't at all. And I, I think, think that was the, like amazing advice. And I think it's also good that whoever's listening to this knows like it's not just you. Like we all yeah. feel this way, and like we even all the person who seems way. the most confident, they also. Oh get my like god, that. they also get like this. I remember um who is it like Helen Owens you know who that is oh Helen I love Owens. her yeah I love her she's literally to me she's like so beautiful and even when I met her she's literally I trained her one time at dog pound she's literally stunning oh, so cool yeah like, such a beautiful person and I literally like oh my god but she had acne and she was like went out on Instagram was like I'm so insecure about my acne and I was yeah. like Girl, I've seen her share like, about it, her acne a lot and it like made me feel so much like so much better, better. I was like oh better. my god yeah. And another girl I love is Georgia Gibbs. She also posts a lot about that. And um, she talks a lot about acne and like struggling with rosacea. Um, I have rosacea too. Yeah. Like yeah, all she talks, I feel like you can't see anything, but I have it like all here. She talks so much about that and the same thing, how she healed it with food. It's, and it's just uh-huh. so amazing to like, and I remember even Haley Bieber, I would train her sometimes. And oh she my was God, talking, no she's, way. She, she's insecure about her body. I'm like, you're literally, I was like, I can't I even love, you, right? She's one of my favorite celebrities. And whenever she gets hate, I literally want to like clap back at them on the comments. I know because I'm like, she's so beautiful. And like, but see, this is the thing is like, if, and I tell this to like my younger clients, I was like, if you're feeling insecure about your body your friend is feeling insecure about school like you know how you're good at school or you're good at this or you're good at that or you're good at sports like they're bad at school or sports or they have a tough family situation or they have some or tough like financial situation at home like somebody has something going on there's always something going on for somebody else just because you can't physically see it you know doesn't mean they don't have a huge obstacle in their life too so you have to remember that while you're dealing with like this is your thing your thing is maybe you have acne or you're dealing with some like weight like fluctuation issues or whatever or medical whatever the issues may be your friend next to you is dealing with they cannot pass a certain class they have dyslexia they have whatever they have anxiety depression anything um, and they're trying to learn to deal with it so it's like everybody's got something at some juncture even if you can't see it like everybody's got their thing. Like that's the best advice my mom always reminds me of is like, everybody's got their stuff. So it's so hard to compare because like you're comparing whose problem is worse. And it's like, that's not, that's not, yeah, Yeah. exactly. It's not productive. That was so accurate. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like the most perfect way to explain it. Um, Mm -hmm. And just like so relatable, honestly, because like even like going through your Instagram, I literally had your Instagram up this whole time. I'm like obsessed with it. Um, yeah it's just like so good to hear you say that you don't have to like hide these things you're not like oh I always feel hot and I always feel good because I take care of myself but it's like even when we take care of ourselves we still have moments where we're like absolutely absolutely and I think that it's also about who you surround yourself with like I've really focused on like I mean it's so weird like moving to a new place and everybody will go through this at some point and I, I if you haven't I highly suggest it I think it's like one of the most incredible things you can ever do is like move somewhere you don't know anyone and like start start a life it's like the craziest I wish it's the the craziest experience ever like literally almost like close your eyes on a map and like you're like okay and I think that what's really hard about that is like finding good people to surround yourself with friends and like for me I've really focused this year on finding like really good girlfriends and I've been really lucky to find really great girls that's like my search right like I've always had good girlfriends but now that I'm like in this wellness space I want to find people who are also in that wellness space and it's so hard for me it's so hard I'm also a very awkward person when it comes to like 
being like, Hey, do you want to be my friend? Like, I'm like, <laughs> I feel so weird about that. And mm-hmm. so it's really helped me a lot to have really great girls, especially around me. So that when a shitty boy, uh, that was not English, a shitty guy, <laughs> yeah. a shitty guy comes across they're like, don't do that. Or like a shitty situation or something that's not good for me. The best kind of friend you'll ever have is somebody that is going to tell you when something is not okay for you, when they have, when they have hard advice. And I, I just listened to a podcast this morning, actually, um, that was saying, you know, you always have to have friends that you go to for certain kinds of advice. And I think that when you have people in your life where you can turn to for like, you know, advice for relationships or advice for, um, like anything with your business or your career or anything like that when you have different friends support you in different ways it literally aids your life so much and I think that what I've discovered for myself is like when I have friends that I can go out with I have friends that I can go to dinners with I have friends I can see every so often I have friends it makes me feel like I'm still my own person I'm in my own lane I'm doing my own thing and I'm honed in and focused on my own stuff but I feel like I'm being supported from all sides and I think when you have a toxic person or like a cancerous person in your life, it, it just like bleeds into the whole thing. And so it's like, you, it's not even worth it. You like, that also goes into, I always see this quote floating around where it's like, yes, you may like eat super well and work out and like clear skin or whatever, yada, yada, yada. But if you have somebody in your life, a significant other, you know, even a, a family member, anything that is like making you have like a toxicity factor in yeah. your life, you need to just set like that person that's like I don't know how you eat healthy like yeah your body looks good but I don't know why you put yourself through that torture like people that like belittle what you do or you absolutely people ever I hate the worst and the worst and there are just always going to be different forms of people that are just not good for you Mm -hmm. and sometimes that's just literally about you don't drive with that kind of person like for you like you just don't vibe with somebody like that and you don't think it's satire you don't think it's funny you just don't ever vibe with that person and they need to go off and figure out their own stuff and live their own life and you just need to set a healthy boundary with that and I think that that's also a huge piece of advice I think that a lot of girls that are younger you know don't realize that like I didn't for sure like I would call people some friends in high school like called survival friends where I'm like I have to be friends with you or else you'll bully me I'm like so I'm like literally like I think it's kind of like that where as an adult or as someone in college, you can literally pick who you want to be friends with. It's, yeah. it's not about being in a fishbowl. Yeah. And I think you call it college is a little harder, but like, you know, when you're an adult and you're living in the real world, like it's not like that. It's really like, yeah. oh, like you're off. Like when you, if you have a job or you work and then it's like, you can choose who you want to hang out with, who your social circle is. And I think that nowadays, right now, I've been really trying to focus on that. And that's really been something that's helped me a lot with my self-confidence too like that's helped me a lot with my self-confidence you want someone who's gonna hold you accountable make you want to like be better like there's there was a point in my life not too long ago where I was eating Mm -hmm. really horribly I wasn't consistent with the gym and I was gaining weight my skin was getting worse like I looked like I wasn't healthy and you know your, your girlfriends will be like no you look so good you look fine but then my boyfriend is like I'm like babe I'm breaking out and he's like maybe you should eat a little healthier, you know, like you want someone yeah. who's going to be like holding me accountable instead of letting me like worsening myself and someone who's going to be Absolutely. like, no, if you want to be healthy, you have to go mm-hmm. to the gym. You can't just wake up and cry mm-hmm. about your skin and not do anything about it. 
and I've never had someone like that in like tough love in my life and I'm like oh my god the hottest right. thing a guy can the hottest thing a guy can do if I tell I like I tell a guy that I was like I'm I'm struggling with this and he's like what what are we gonna do to fix it I'm yeah, like yeah that that's my so favorite I'm like let's ah, make a goals like, list that's literally oh like god. the best it's, thing in a relationship like I'm so lucky it's the best thing if you have someone like that in your life mm-hmm. hold on to them and do not let them go because like that is something yeah. that is so important and that is something that even when I met my really good friend Sydney um I met her at dog pound same thing like whatever we're really 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 close we quarantined together and she is somebody where I'm like Sydney I need help with this she's like yeah it doesn't look good right now and like she's very yeah. honest and you like so find, finding that in a partner finding that in like friendships all that stuff because those are people that are going to keep you grounded those are people going to Keep they want the best for you yeah absolutely they don't want you to derail your life so like that's also something if I suggest a lot is like finding in a partner if they don't do that for you if you're significant other does do that for you you need to find somebody who does you know what I mean? sure. so it's super super important in like any relationship at all even your parents like yeah being like tell me straight how do you feel and then yeah. like all that stuff and yeah, then they tell exactly. me and I'm like I know you're right. I need to take know you're right. Exactly. Exactly. Because you're always going to be better off knowing the truth and being exactly. honest, yeah. you know, and it's, and it's hard sometimes when you're kind of in the middle of your own. I always listen to this woman. Who I would highly suggest everybody who's listening to this ever needs to listen to Brene Brown. If you don't listen to Brene Brown or read her books, you have I have like a to. list of people you're talking about. Like, yes. No, literally, <laughs> literally Brene Brown, her Netflix special changed my life. Okay. What is it Oh, I don't know. Just look up. It's Brene okay. Brown. Her name is like, uh, it's like Renee, but like with a B. Okay. And um, she is incredible. And I even have a tattoo of like a quote that she literally uses for the backbone and the spine of one of her books. And it's it's the most life-changing thing when she talks about, she's a, like, this is such a weird thing, but she talks about how she's like a shame researcher. So she researches how you people like accumulate the feeling of shame. And also how vulnerability empowers strength and inspires strength in your life and inspires courage and all these like big, huge, conquerous feelings. I don't know if that's a word, but con- like, like these feelings yeah, that yeah. Like, you can, you can accomplish anything in your own life. And she, t- talks, she talks a lot about how sometimes you can feel like you're in a shit storm. You're like, I'm in a shit storm. Something's going on, something's happening. And you need people to like bring you back down to earth where they're like, Hey, this is actually what's going on. These are the facts. This is whatever. And I always think about it in a sense of like, if you've ever liked someone, if you've ever liked somebody, you overthink everything you do, yeah. you overthink everything you say. You're like, do they actually like me? I don't know. And then your friends are like, yes, they actually do, or no, they don't. You know what I mean? It's like very like they are the outsiders looking in when you're like, I can't see. Or like if you're having an issue that you're like, oh my God, I'm so this, or I'm so ugly I'm so this, whatever your like negative self-talk is these people are like nope that's not true or that is true you need to fix it so it's like having people like in like that in your life surrounding you mm-hmm. you know to encompass your life where they're going to tell you straight up and give you a respectful point of view in the sense of where it's like I respect what you say yeah um so that's super important I think I agree. I think you gave so many good recs. I hope whoever was listening was like writing. Them I know. Down. Guys, like, write I'll down. try to write them down in the description, but I'm definitely going to check all them out. I think you were so informative. You have an amazing energy. I really loved having you on. I think you just like 
you spoke so much of things that I feel too. So it's like nice to know someone my age, like in a like similar space to me is like so passionate about this too. And like can relate to me yeah. so much. Like I'm definitely going to message you on Instagram. I'll send yeah. you Hannah's profile too, for sure. Definitely. I think you would really definitely. love her. Oh my gosh. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Thank, well, thank you. you so much for coming on. It was oh my God, so thank amazing. Thank you so much for having me. You.